Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them. Brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 29 of the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast. Today, I am chatting with author Michelle Hercules and actor, model, singer Luke Eisner. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a fun chat for our first threesome for the day. So (laughs) we're going to start by having you guys uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been, Michelle, in your case, writing, and Luke, everything else that I listed. Um, (laughs) Who wants to start? (laughs) Ladies first. All right. I do not know how long I've been doing this, to be completely honest. I should have prepared better. It feels like forever. Um, I think for sure, let me see, going back. Yes, I was pregnant, so it's 10 years. <laughs> it's going for that. Um, and I started, I don't know, I think I started writing. I was reading a lot. It was when the indie, uh, you know, indies exploded. Uh, i trying to remember what was the first book that really caught my attention. Probably Jennifer's, Jennifer um, Armantrout, Ella Armantrout got my attention. I think everybody read her book. I forgot the name. It was the, it was the alien one, right? Um, what's that? What's called that? That series called? I can't remember anymore. It's been a while. Um, but then, like, I decided that I was going to write. Uh, I went on a picnic uh, with my sister. Uh, There's a lot of booze involved. And that's why I started <laughs> the first book. And it was shit. <laughs> Absolutely garbage. There was nothing uh, besides uh, just like a dialogue, no description whatsoever. Um, but I kept going, doing it. And it took me, I think, two years to finish that first uh, book. And um, I wrote a sequel to that. But it was supposed to be a four book series and then actually abandoned. So I'm a bad author. <laughs> I never finished that series. Yeah, but I love it. I don't know what else to say. It's just like, it's just a blur. I mean, the year, the years go by super fast. I think I, I started writing professionally when I released my reverse heron, first reverse heron series. Um, and then that took off and there's like, bye, uh, job, full-time job. I'm going to do this for a living. And then here I am still here, still doing it. Nice. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, Luke, you're trying to follow up with yeah, that. Well, well, I yeah, right. I have not I have not written a book. Um uh but yeah, when I moved to Los Angeles. I'm from a small town in Wisconsin, kind of the middle of nowhere, rural Wisconsin, and I moved out to Los Angeles when I was 17. I had a scholarship ironically to study law um at USC, and when I was busy trying to be a lawyer, I got scouted to do modeling. Um and that was really great. I started to travel the world and, and work with some really great designers um and that really quickly turned into acting because tom ford did a film and i was walking for him in a lot of his shows and uh yeah i did a film with him and then i was able to kind of get into the acting world that way and i've been just super fortunate and lucky to be doing that um and then on the music side of things i've been in uh, my band voila for the last few years and uh that's been going great too that's like a pop rock band if anyone's interested um but yeah, it's just kind of been a really wild uh, Hollywood story. Um, so I'm just very fortunate. And I got into this whole world because I was doing press shots for a, a Netflix movie. And uh, some of the photos were were pitched to be on these book covers. And I uh, 
I'm a reader myself. I always wanted to be an author growing up. Um, that's kind of what attracts me to music is the songwriting portion. So it's really fun to be a part of this world. And I've been enjoying going to these conventions. And uh, yeah, it's an yeah. honor to be here. Thank you. Thanks for being here. It's, inter it's interesting, though, how sometimes when you're just thinking of a story first and not really realizing that potentially it could be an entire book. Also, in Absolutely. your case, Luke, you're taking photos from a modeling perspective and you're like, bam, I'm on a book cover. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. The whole like Fabio fantasy in me growing up when I was like growing out my hair, I feel like was really fulfilled. Definitely a <laughs> definitely a, a pretty funny thing to see. Yeah. We're missing the the one on like on a horse or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's another thing about me. I'm I'm I love horseback riding. That's one of my, my favorite hobbies. You know, talk you about that all day long. See, so now we have an entire new meme for you as far as social media goes, is yes. just recreate some of those old Fabio <laughs> yes, old covers. Oh, I would love just to do that. Updated version of them as far as you know styles and stuff you have the hair yeah. so i think you're good <laughs> yeah it's fun it's funny i ran into to fabio actually in los angeles one time and i i think i've been more like awestruck by him than any other celebrity because i was like it's just so, he's so literally like off of a book cover it's hilarious yeah yeah it's funny too i still remember from the i can't believe it's not butter yeah um, totally what a, what, a, what an interesting career for him for sure it goes any so many different ways. And now with social media being how it is and, you know, post pandemic and it's right. just, it can be anything where people that decided to just do a little bit of a jingle now have entire bands and other things too, yeah. that, you know, you never no, it's, know. It's a wonderful world where everyone can really express themselves and find their audience without a lot of hindrance. You know, that's, that's the great thing about social media for sure. Yeah. Now these book covers cannot be taking the photos from that perspective. That's one <laughs> set of things, but having it actually be a book cover. Oh my God. I don't know if you've ever gone through stock sites and finding the right cover model. And then what else can you manipulate? Can we add tattoos? Do we need to add 14 other bodies for those that do reverse harems <laughs> on the covers and stuff like that? And so Michelle, how do you end up having Luke on your book cover? Uh, I, you know, I follow uh, the photographer, Michelle Lancaster and I knew him from the movie from Tall Girl. And I only watched Tall Girl because Luke wasn't it. I didn't know him. And I saw the trailer pop up somewhere, I guess. You're so I, oh, cute. Thank you. <laughs> That's so nice. I'm blushing. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then, then, then like I saw he like Michelle had took taken his pictures, like, and I messaged her, um, can I license this for a book cover? And I think I was a I might have been the first one who licensed one yep. of your images, right? You Luke, were. I'm not sure. No, you were, yeah. Yes. And then I, and then he, I, I guess she needed to ask you when, what kind of book I was going to write. Yeah. And it, I think at the beginning, I thought I was going to do a, like uh, a, a story about, um, you know, Thor or something because of the hair. And then mm -hmm. actually that story never, I decided to not write that book. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it evolved. Uh, so, and I ended up getting three of his <laughs> images at once. Yeah. So he's now, the guy from Break You Hard, which is he's a hockey player. He's also yes. a immortal in another series, in the um, Blue Blood Vampire series, and he's probably gonna be Lucifer. Oh wow, good! You look, you've seen this cover, <laughs> and uh, that series that I haven't announced yet. But, no, I okay. love it. I love it. So, yeah, definitely could use a little bit of, of badness in me for sure. Makes me a little bit yes. cooler. Oh, as, no, I, as, as I sit here, I'm sitting here petting, petting my cat. Like, yes, I'll play the devil very well. <laughs> <laughs> Always villains with cats. Hopefully you do the audio right. again. Maybe we get an opportunity to do the audio again. Um, yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm going to probably blush again. 
Luke. I, I'm I'm already <laughs> blushing, so just keep it up. Yeah. We uh, I was so I was listening to the the sample of the audiobook you guys submitted. And then there's this character, it's not even the main character, is the asshole dad of the, yeah. of the girl. And I go to Denise, which is my piece, like he made the damn asshole guy sound sexy. How <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> wow I, i'm i'm definitely impressed i feel like um I, like, I, I definitely wow. owe you a check you, you should be my new pr person that's fantastic <laughs> well, no, I, like we were we were both really surprised and we didn't real we didn't know you're gonna sound like that yeah, <laughs> yeah no very, very different than uh i mean if no, we're, we're talking good. about tall girl the tall girl voice is definitely oh oh yeah but you had an accent in tall girl so oh yeah for sure super high too it's <laughs> funny because yeah, I when I did that uh, that project, you know, I, I had to really hike my voice up. And then when we did the the second film, uh, the director was like, "Yes, we want to do it like the first, but like the voice even higher, even bigger." Oh, no. So I feel like most of the scenes, and it's kind of fitting for the title of the movie. Um, I was on my tiptoes, just trying to get my voice that high. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for those that were listening, um, Michelle very you know slid that in there that. Um, Luke is actually going to be narrating one of her books. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Doo -doo. So yeah. Michelle, tell us what book that is. It's Break Your Heart. Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 it's been cover. really fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, it was it, the, the, the issue with this, like when you, the problem is when you write a book, right. And it has spicy scenes. Um, you're, you're going to think about it. Like if you're gonna, there's going to be an audio book, you don't, you don't think about like who's going to read. Right. And, um, but this, this one in particular, I already have met, I know I met Luke, uh, uh last year yeah. and became like friends. And then it was just like, man, and I was just like texting Denise and I was like, I, I, I don't think I can write the scene. I mean, he's in my head. I know him. <laughs> I don't see him that way. And then I, <laughs> I forget that I know him. <laughs> He's right. gonna read this, and I'm just already. I was like, every scene I wrote, I was blushing. I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> and, and I, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to the scenes yet when I'm okay. when I'm reading, but I, I definitely, um, yeah, I, I'll have to do a couple takes because I'm one of those people that I'll just start giggling, you know, because I'm, I'm fourteen. Um, oh, and then I, you know. I'm not sure no, if it's okay if like if you don't want this on on the record, you can ask her to strike out. But mm -hmm. then I kept remembering we had a conversation. Uh, lure about what's that about sex positions we're having a discussion about 69s what well, was considered 69 and then that thing got into my got in my head too damn it <laughs> that conversation is in my head now why yeah absolutely. welcome to romance uh um... no totally it was it, it was funny because i i feel like again you know like the the 14 year old puberty boy in me was going through the book conventions and just like flipping through the pages and seeing like the most like interesting way of describing sex um so yeah that was that was pretty funny um i liked a lot of like just every author had their own take on it so yeah it was definitely out of my um out of my wheelhouse to be there i was i was permanently um sunburnt looking i was blushing the whole time. <laughs> well i mean it's again it was that was post pandemic a lot of yeah. people have not been in public as far as kind of these kind of things in almost three years and so others have been discovering books because of the pandemic that we have a slew of new readers that have joined, yeah. that has joined the community. And so there is that event in this case, it was a lore and 
you know, I was a little worried for you. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> because yeah. it, it can be really intense. The, the, the ladies are super fans and they are right. in love with the, the books and the authors and the characters. And, and then here you come walking down with the long hair and the cool outfits <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, it was it was wild for sure but very <laughs> but very flattering and everyone yes. was extremely respectful and and kind and i enjoy that because you know i do i do a bit of um you know meet and greet stuff whether that's for for films or the band and i really enjoyed this audience particularly because everyone was so well spoken and had really interesting things to say and for me this is a, a new world but everyone was extremely inviting and open and and they weren't you know um elitist about the fact that i, I wasn't 100 percent caught up to speed with with everybody there so that was nice i really enjoyed it oh yeah very welcoming the community as a whole yeah, it's extremely. uh it's you know and, and we love <laughs> fresh meat um yeah, but... <laughs> right. no, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. it's not it's not so much about the whole because we do devour the books but as far as right. like the the fresh meat goes with when we have new people joining the community, it's like, who let me invite you in and show you all the lovelies that we have. And and what's your cup of tea? Literally, like right. we have anything. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. No, it was it was great. I mean, like I said, I, I would go any day of the week. It was great to to just be complimented and recommended good books. I mean, come on. It's like the, the perfect day. <laughs> I know. Right. Especially for you being a reader. It's like, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, and there was so much more to it than I expected. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm beating a dead horse because you guys have been have been reading for a long time. But I was surprised at how many subgenres there were. Um, there's literally something for everybody, and that was that was fun to to see. Yeah. Yeah, and they keep coming up with new ones. People keep getting more creative and uh, categorizing and adding things that may not have originally gone together. And so it's always like. Almost like okay, what, what which new ones do we have? I mean, a few years ago, new adult was considered new, and absolutely, I was like, really, folks. I mean, eighteen. I, I get it. They're they're younger and stuff, but at that point, I'm going new adult, vintage, and antique adults, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's great, and I, for me, like the the celebrities that I'm always drawn to our authors because i think it's so incredible that you can write something and be the voice in someone else's head i think that's extremely personal and and just a really amazing art form so i was uh yeah i was just really loving being able to talk to so many great creative people yeah. and and speaking about being the voice in our heads now we're adding audiobooks to the mix where we literally right. will have someone in technically in our earbuds but you know what i that's mean it. um <laughs> and uh -huh. so michelle is saying that she you you know you were sharing about the whole not really writing for the purpose of audio and there right. is a little bit of a difference as far as when you are writing now that you know it's going to be an audio you're going to want to remove some of those tags and things like that michelle knowing that your books are starting to come out are you finding different ways to kind of get that point across um knowing that it's going to be an audio and someone's going to be saying it out loud um I, I had that thought um uh, especially removing the tags and necessary tags but in the end but then it was a, I think it was a lot of extra work because then you have to, it means two separate versions, right? One that's for print and it needs all the tags otherwise. And then also um, it'd be hard to, because the text needs to be highlighted for the duet, right? So how am I going to tell the person who's highlighting who's, you know, if I remove all the tags. But one thing that um, I asked, it was like, okay, there's some things that, you know, uh, characters say something like they're, like you know shriek shrieking or screaming or frustrated it says in the tag but then you know like it act out sometimes um narrators do not act 
Yes. It, it doesn't match, right? They say something and then they go with the tag or she screamed. It's like, but she wasn't screaming when she was narrating that. So I made sure that things that need to be act, how they're actually, if there's a, you know, they're choking or something, their voice is tight because of it, they're very emotional, like it to show. And, um, but I, you know, I think they're, for the bit that I heard, they got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got it. Like yeah, you definitely story. don't want the narrator screaming in your ear from an earbud perspective, but per, you know, no, no, projecting no, no, the thought, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, that was a scream. I know that's what he meant to be. Otherwise, it's going to be like, that, right? Well, also that moment I where you like so, get the earbud and pull it out. I had a narrator say something. Are you still there? Yep. yep. Okay, because he got some. Okay. I had a narrator, I had like, uh, it was a text. And then there, was, there were three exclamation marks, right? In the text, because you, you do that sometimes. And then she actually said, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Exclamation oh my God. Mark. And I was like, why would she do that? <laughs> like, no, <Wow. laughs> no, just it, say a little bit harder. Yeah. Not screaming, but... Yeah, I, I think that there's uh, sometimes when you are newer or not, don't have it or maybe you weren't given the direction as far as, especially when it comes down to texting, texting is something that's being relatively new, added more to books and that also now remain in the audio. And there's been times where this is where I was also asking that because it's going to be done in duet when the hero is texting something and then the heroine pops in, there've been books where they're about, they're saying Michael and then Jennifer, Michael, Jennifer, and then in between what they're texting. And I'm like, listen, I kind of got it that he is Michael and she is Jennifer. So just say the text, right? <laughs> please. <laughs> and so it's a learning curve and also making sure that you provide that direction to the narrators because they're going to try to keep it as close to yes. the book as possible because otherwise you as the author are going to get mad. And then um, it could be just missed read as far as the interpretation of what I, the acting is so yeah right i yeah i believe i removed all like special on their own when they text messaging i believe i removed all i don't think i have names. i do have names but i removed them all hopefully if i didn't mm-hmm. then please do not speak <laughs> <laughs> the, the characters yeah. i think I'm, i did i'm taking notes i'm taking notes yeah, yeah. but unless the, it's not the case in this in this book but unless in a book where it's a group chat and then, you know, it's like um, everybody, you don't know, like, and then there's three girls. Sometimes, you know, the act, the person already doesn't do a lot of uh, very distinct voices. So <laughs> it'll be hard to know who is texting this. Yes. Well, that's usually where it's the fish first one, you know, like, oh, I got a text from Michael. And then, you know, kind of goes from there. So and yeah. so. Hi, I'm Michael. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's again all, all this new stuff. I mean, now people are even adding adding uh, sound effects, you know, either at the very beginning or a little bit here, scattering a little bit there, depending on what the mood is, and yeah. it's right. it can be so creative. So that's the other good thing. But now that we kind of know about how you got, you know, how you selected uh, Luke to be your cover model, yeah. So how did you get? You know, like, I mean, he does have a great voice, and he does have the acting background. But with you know, what made you go, who him narrator? Now, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked. I think like I, I first asked him to do it uh when we were in the middle of the pandemic because that's yeah. when I was supposed to write the story. And he said, Yeah, you're not doing anything, right? Luke, you're <laughs> kind of because <laughs> nobody was doing anything. Right. Yeah, that was a super interesting time. And I was basically trapped in, you know, in my my home and I have a studio here. So you know, we we cut 
uh, our new record, but you know, no one was touring. So it was like, well, how can I continue to work and feel creative while I'm home? And um, it was perfect to, to do an audiobook because, you know, that was passing the, the time. Um, but I think now that we're doing it, uh, more recently, it's been even more fun because I'm, I'm really into like putting it into my, my schedule and, uh, yeah, it's been fun, honestly. And, and it's, allowed me to listen to a lot of audiobooks and hear how um you know different narrators do different characters and that's been fun because i'm exposed to a bunch of new literature yeah especially if you're multitasking writing courses in between that photo shoot you know um (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah right yeah i'm not gonna let that go Um (laughs) can we add baby city to the to the yeah right (laughs) No, no, no. I, I mean, I no, love it's horses. It's been fun, too. And oh, horses are, are fantastic. I mean, like I said, I could talk all day about that. I think that's um, the connection that you can have with an animal, as anyone knows, who has a dog, a cat, or any sort of pet. Uh, it's, it's really personal. And I think it's it's really important for, for people to do that because it reminds them, um, I think, just the humanity and, and grace that you should be dealing with um people in general and animals it's all all connected for sure yeah i tend to like animals a lot better than people um <laughs> right <laughs> totally yeah you're, you're I, not alone I, yeah. that's for sure i mean don't get me wrong my cats still give me sass and attitude but they're just you know the conversation just goes a little bit different than if it was you know a person <laughs> oh i know i i uh i'm like always crying during movies and i feel like you know, when, when someone dies at the end, I'm always bawling. And I look over at my girlfriend and and not a tear, right? <laughs> like, oh, interesting. But then we watch a movie and the dog gets sick. It doesn't even die. The dog is sick. And it's like, you know, waterworks coming down her face, you know, mascara down her neck. And I'm like, and she's like, what? I just like animals way more than people. And I'm like, well, yeah, I can't really argue with that. She sounds like my kind of girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, yeah. And then, well, even though I don't have any pets, well, I'm allergic to cats. Cats would be ideal for me. If I could have it, that would probably be the best pet for me because I think it's, it's like matches my personality. Right. <laughs> right. Cats, cats, it's like you, you have to earn the right to love them. It's so funny. I'll come and give them treats and pet them and then they decide to get up and leave because it's like, all right, that's enough human. Like you've had enough joy here. <laughs> I've given you enough of my so time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, the cat's personality is definitely one to align with. No, but they know, they know, um, they know I'm allergic. I, I babysat oh, cats before right. and they all come to me. I, my husband, I babysat uh, once and then they never went to him. They, the cats came to me and it's like, you know, that's why like you're an asshole. just like me. You come to me because you know I'm going to be sneezy all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> that's why I'm saying yeah. they, you know, that's. Yeah, see, Michelle, you need to write that scene, and uh, you know, for the from the cat's perspective, and then Luke can narrate one of them. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I, I would love it. I'm definitely a cat person. I have I have three cats. Growing up, my mom was allergic, so it was Aww. very exciting to me to get one. Aww. Actually, growing up, it's it's funny. We um, all I wanted to do was have a cat, so I would volunteer at the cat shelter, you know, to like take care of them. That was like my cat fix. And I kept Aww. asking my mom, like, please, can I get a cat? Can I get a cat? And she's like, oh, you know honey i'm allergic and i'm like oh but we have a basement and she goes well luke you can't keep a cat in the basement i said no mom you can live in the basement we can have a cat in the house <laughs> One of my mom's favorite stories oh goodness yeah oh god very similar as soon as i got um my mom was like no she had a bad experience with a cat and so we weren't allowed to have cats in the house but as soon as i moved out i got a kitten 
and um and they just keep Ooh. following so um right now we have two of mine and then two of my sons and they were just literally outside we rescued them because they come to me oh, that way yeah definitely they're like oh that's the lady that keeps us because we're just cute and we can't say no i'm like no i can say no you're just lucky uh <laughs> so right, right yeah and definitely. then the dogs too so but yeah michelle you have to write that scene where you know they're, they're plotting like, right? to purposely just like listen i think she's allergic you know yeah and then just I think that has oh to yeah like, like that'll be really interesting like the, the cat's POV. yeah Yep. Got Luke totally. narrating. We'll have uh, someone else be the other girl. <laughs> meow. Yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> I'll, work, I'll work have, on my best meow. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have my daughter volunteer at shelter. She, she She's being asking for a puppy for the long because we I can't have a cat. So she wants a dog. Oh, and so I, rewarding. It is. It's just so, rewarding. so much work. It we is. Babysit dogs. We babysit the, our, our cousin's dog. That's uh, much I can take. But she had a, she's a pit bull, the sweetest dog, mm, super well behaved. Yep. And then some, right. but then she's very needy. And me with my cat personality, like if my husband and my daughter are out and the cat, uh, the dog's here, I'm working in my office and the dog comes and starts to cry because I don't know what, <laughs> what? <laughs> Just sit there. <laughs> Just let me like, really cat personality. It's like, what do you want? You already walked. <laughs> just wants to i don't know me to acknowledge that she's in the room yeah they, it's, it's a whole like presence and stuff like that but yeah definitely have your daughter volunteer at a shelter for the yeah. dogs and yes. have them clean and when she's realizing the amount of poopy and pee pee oh right. have to clean oh, she loves she loves poop she oh, loves God. that's her favorite thing she, like i swear to god she cried when they wouldn't let her pick up the poop oh god that, yeah that's, that's because it was not letting her let her have it for a while um yeah, right. as the owner of four <laughs> let, dogs let the yeah. charm wear off yeah right. i know right so yeah. what if it's not it's not nice one what's the really i wanted to go yeah as someone again with the four dogs and one that's older and have and is um either because she's like i'm older and i get to do whatever the fuck i want or she's older and <laughs> she just can't control it but she pees on the, on the house and she used to be really good about holding it going out and now i'm like oh god fuck, okay can't say anything to you because you're an old soul i love you um and while the right. other one is the my pit mix is like literally sitting by the door saying i need to go out now <laughs> and i'm like okay nico let's go <laughs> so yeah but yeah it uh it uh it all works out but we'll expect that uh new little scene um later this year right <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely so michelle uh, this book that uh, luke is narrating so we know he's narrating can we share who the co-narrator is oh uh, yes uh it's kirby johnson yeah girlfriend. it's Real my girlfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's so much fun uh it's it's her first time doing this as well uh, so we've been having a lot of fun and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously there's um, chemistry. So I feel like a lot of these scenes will definitely be, be brought to light, hopefully the way that Michelle has it in her head, but yeah, it's been really fun. And, and um, I mean, what a, what a dream to be able to, to work with your, your love. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, follow her on social media and she's just adorable. So I was super excited when you yeah. guys shared, I was like, yes, I love her. <laughs> yeah. A ton of fun. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I changed. Um, well, she she wasn't really realized when I started when I started thinking of the story, and then when I decided that I wanted her to narrate as well, then I like I I changed. I made her look. You know, the character looks like her. They, you know, because I like, why not? You know, yeah, right. cute. Um, there is a, I commissioned a not safe for work art. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't wait to see it. <laughs> there's a smut. There's some smut art. Piece of oh, art. I'm going to frame it. I'm going to frame it and put it right <laughs> in my bathroom for everyone that comes over. It's, it's, a good, it's a good one. It's a very good one. I can't wait. Yeah. That's <laughs> it is something that's been very popular as of late of getting some of those particular uh, scenes um, done in artwork. And, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, great. Uh, but it's kind of interesting as to where, you know, the artists kind of portray some of these things and also just the reactions are always, I kind of find like, okay, yeah, I'm like laughing that you say you're going to put that in the bathroom, Luke. Um, oh, <laughs> ab- the absolutely. She's going in the room, but okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's well, not, not a war, uh, you know, uh, photo shoot. It's, it's something else. So I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, no, it was funny how I came to this scene. Actually, was I have this artist that I love. She does amazing work. And she posted a, a similar um, illustration of her own care. She does um, um, what we call like webcoms or something or we so she pushed i'm on i am on a patron right and it's like oh my god that it's a great pose it's going in the book so i already knew the pose you know that i she was gonna do when i asked her oh i want this for my characters i'm gonna write this scene right now and i sent her the scene after i wrote so she knew what was you know what was about yes so i can't wait to see it you have to send it to me that'll be fun Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's working on it right now. It's not done yet, but I'll send to you. Probably, I don't know, probably via email. I think like if I send you, I don't pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll just be sitting sitting in a meeting, opening up my email, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. like, what is this? <laughs> Am I really that tall? Yeah, okay. It, 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 has, it, has, no, it has happened to me, not a tax. I would open the file somebody sends to me. I'm in my office. And then it's right there in the screen and come see my daughter. <laughs> oh, no. I try to, you know, close all the windows before she sees it. Oh, God. Throw the computer out the window, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then she's already being exposed to a bunch of stuff. She shouldn't have being exposed, like sex toys, my little squishy uh, peens. She oh, yeah, right. Stole <laughs> some. Uh, you know, and hey. she squeezes it mm-hmm. without knowing what she's doing. They're gonna learn significantly worse at school. Trust me. Um, oh, <laughs> so. he already knows what six to nine is. Yeah, well, see again. It's again. She's nine. Uh, yeah. One less than seventy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that yeah. what it is? <laughs> totally. Good one. Yep. What? Thank you. <laughs> Oh I don't know what you guys are talking about. I know it's like it's, in, it's the number that comes after sixty-eight. So I mean, I don't understand. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. daughter's good at math. That's yeah, cool. exactly. No, it's it's it's, it's, <laughs> ha- it's happening so much earlier. I don't remember at her age like thinking about the like giving being in conversation. I was kissing my husband goodbye this morning, and she was asking for like, is that sex? <laughs> well, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's so many different ways you can go about that or a conversation but you know what right. here's a, here's a good thing though at least she asked you you know at least she right. went straight yeah. to you she's comfortable right you. so she feels oh, no. safe she's and comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. yeah versus yeah, no. trying to no. figure out what no. it actually is and then get the wrong answer by other things i mean i remember yeah. growing up busting uh, not myself but i had a friend that's like yeah you know if you have sex and you jump up and down on the bed you won't get pregnant i'm like going that's not how that works <laughs> So, I mean, there's always something in every generation as far as, you know, myths and stuff like that. And, and now, again, everything is just more available because of the social media and the lovely mm-hmm. Internet. But at least she's asking you and you can provide her oh, with the answer. Yeah. 
you know? But, yeah, like I think she has something first. My husband was like, yeah, she was there asking about this and that. I guess she's comfortable with speaking about it with both of us, which is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. I, I remember I, I found out about sex because of 69. I was in school and I remember the reading assignment was up until page 69. And this boy in class was laughing so of hard course. about it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we were really young. I think he just had older brothers or something. And, uh, mm. you know, he's like, you know like 69 it's funny because like you know the girls and the guys and i'm like yeah like too totally man that's so funny and then like for the whole like next two years of my life i'm scratching my head like what does that mean <laughs> what does that have to do with anything <laughs> um yeah so yeah yeah again it, the, the, the stuff that people learn and how they learn and and the myths out yeah. there are always it's always reading mm -hmm. it's always books guys yeah. at the end of the day Yes. Well, that's the other thing, too, when it comes, I mean, obviously, from an age appropriate perspective, it's good that, I mean, the romance community and the, these kind of books kind of tell and share what we, do, you know, discover that we may like something in particular or we didn't know about what right. was something was called. I'm like, I did not know that was a kink. Great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> discover something. Right. Adding it to my mental log. Yes. For sure. Or my favorite, when you're starting highlighting things and then you pass it to your partner, and you're like, can we can we try this tonight? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have had to ask some of my readers, what is this kink? I've never heard of this before because I see like on TikToks, what is that? It's like, what's a knife? Like knife kink is, is, is that, you know, just like, I was so confused. Please don't tell me. Tell Did me you say knife like it. as in oh, like a knife knife? Well, like she gets fucked by the <laughs> knife, but then the handle of the knife, I guess. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are you talking about like blood play? <laughs> see? No, the <laughs> you know the cut cutting right whatever yeah. I think yeah yes uh huh yeah. but I mean I mean I, I think nowadays there's there's this one for everyone yes that that's but also very creative as far as some of the uh, devices for pleasure as well like what they resemble totally be very creative and into the enthusiastic what people like for hobbies you know like if you're like collecting knives or daggers and swords oh my right <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Like a mental picture in my head. Never mind. Yeah, it's okay. Mind. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's we're having the conversation at least, and people have been discovering through these books and these stories that you know there is different things to you know check out, and even the kind of relationships like with Michelle writing reverse harems. Usually, we mm -hmm. you know we all grow up thinking one and one, and that's it. And then like, wait, we we have options. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> have more than one what yeah choose, right not choosing it's awesome oh yes yeah, like we get it a lot when I, I tried to explain what it was the the genre and then i think it was a friend a guy friend obviously it's like oh so the main girl was a slut but again it's it's growing up you know you always have that thing where the guy can can get away with doing certain things and is considered awesome and you know very manly and the girl does the exact same thing and there the negatives were you know possibilities right. of all that fun of stuff and this genre yeah. has been very good about getting rid of those stereotypical behaviors and beliefs oh, I, I think it's super important um i mean I, I can just say from experience i grew up on a street of of all girls um so most of my friends growing up were all all female and i remember i'm um, so thankful for that because you know once i got to middle school high school and started you know going on dates and things my perception was completely different than my guy friends who were very objectifying and i feel like a lot of it comes down to just exposure and, and i think a lot of guys grow up with 
just horrible stereotypes in their head and they're not really making true friendships with with women and it really reflects in their dating life as they're older um so yeah, you know, definitely something that if i've read a son it's like you know try to to have real platonic relationships with both sexes and you will learn to respect everyone equally and that it is possible and the too. double standard fades away yeah yeah absolutely yeah i grew up with absolutely. all my friends were mostly guys because most right. ladies are bitches. Um, <laughs> but I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's always that, you know, that's kind of funny. thing. That I always got gotten along better with the, the guys. And, you know, yeah. that's also where I, a lot of all the other girls were like, stop trying to steal my man. I'm like, listen, no, thank you. Uh, ew. Uh, <laughs> Or, right? or my other favorite, I would you you want me to play this game? Okay, fine. Well, yeah, I don't need to steal him. I already had him. Thanks. And then walk away. Cause I was that that girl too that was like not dealing it. But having the friends that were guys also gave me standards about how I should have been treated. Right. And how it should Absolutely. be treated. You know, and so that was yeah, also and, very helpful. You know, and, and at the end of the day, any relationship that's really successful has a basis in friendship. So it can't hurt to be friends with everybody. And I feel like even my girlfriend, when I met her, we were friends for five years before we dated um, strictly platonic. And, you know, that was really great because by the time we went on our, our first real date, I already loved her as a person, which made it a transition into dating really, really easy. Oh, I love stories like that. Yeah. Stories for boys. I like I need to write that story too. Yeah. Yeah, we we met uh we met in an elevator actually. No way, really? Yeah. Yeah, we met in an elevator and uh she was singing and you know, look, I love Kirby so much, but she's not a singer. <laughs> so she's singing at the top of her lungs. Um very off key and the elevator door opens and she's embarrassed and I, I walked in. She goes, "I'm so sorry." And I was like, "Oh no, as long as it's, as it's a good song." Um, which felt smooth at the time. Um, and then, uh, yeah, she got off on the second floor and she got off. And when she's walking out, she turned around and she gave me the look, you know what I mean? Like from my eyes to my toes and back up to my eyes. And then the door is closed. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> what just happened? Um, so then the next day I got off of the elevator and um, the like security guard at our building was like, Hey man, like no homo, but I was told to give it to the model looking guy. <laughs> like handed me the, the, uh, and it was a piece of paper and it was like a uh, redhead from the elevator and then her phone number. And I had just moved to LA and I had a girlfriend and I texted her and I was like, you know, I, I have a girlfriend, but I definitely would like to know some people in, in this city. And especially you live in my building. I have a cat, you know, it'd be nice to have, have a friend. Um, and uh, yeah, so then we, we just became friends for, yeah, five five years, and then she did the smartest thing ever, which was she started dating a guy that was opposite from me, who I did not like at all. Ah. And I was like, "You deserve better," you know. And she's like, <laughs> "Well, fine, then date me, and I'll dump him." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to ruin our friendship." And then I, uh, yeah, finally, I was smart enough to take her on a date, and the rest is history. Yep, and folks, that's called we call a romantic comedy. Uh, hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. Yeah, right the girl I singing mean, off key at the elevator. Yes. Yeah. It's so it, blessing from friends to no, lovers. It's, it's the only time I I recommend not taking the stairs. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you never know who you're gonna meet at that. Yeah, I mean, there's been yeah. so many books, Luke, that have that similar events True. where yeah where they meet in the elevator or there's some and one of my favorites was where they get stuck in the elevator and oh yeah yeah and it's like i love it i love my and i know that we do it for escape i'm going i have yet to be 
you know, thankfully not, you know, knock on wood, have not been stuck in an elevator, but working in, 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 you know, offices where there are elevators, none of the guys look like, yeah, nope, nope. And uh, <laughs> nothing in common either to create that kind of like budding friendship or, and I was definitely not singing at the top of my lungs because, you know, day job and right. things like that. But yeah, I love that from you guys. That's awesome. You think like, oh, that, that, that only happens in fiction. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a stranger than fiction relationship. And, and um, you know, very, very lucky that happened to me for sure. That's great. Um, so um, when it comes down to, have you started narrating the book already or not yet? Or are you just kind of like still prepping? I, I, we've done, um, yeah, we've done like the first or we've done three chapters and uh, just like samples. So we could we could get notes from Michelle and, and make sure that everything on the technical side was correct. But I think we're going to start diving into it really soon. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I, I want to know what happens. <laughs> and I've been told that there are some some twists mm. and turns. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what those are. So here's the thing. So are you going to read ahead of it to find out that twist? Or are you going no, to No, I'm not of- a maniac. No, no way. Come on. Do it. Vivi, if you, come on. Read from cover to cover. You don't skip around. No, because then it doesn't have the same effect. Well, the reason why right. I was asking is because there are narrators that because when they're doing the prep, right? If the dun 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 yeah. moment is on, is on your chapter right then you end up mm-hmm. you know uh, realizing it and you're going okay and then other narrators will not even read the whole they kind of read it a little bit cold because they don't want to potentially give it away in how they choose to vocalize and voice the, the character that the one that did it right, right? um so it's just no, that's a great point yeah i think you know for, for me as, as an actor obviously I, I read the whole script many times before you do the film but that's because you shoot out of order anyways I feel like with this, um, you know, unless there was, and I kind of rely on Michelle here, it's it's like, unless there's something I really need to know about the character at the time, um, like a secret that this person is hiding that would affect their actions. I feel like um, I just read the chapter once and then I then I record it. Um, so I'm I'm only like a chapter ahead of what I'm reading, basically. Yeah, no, no secrets. I think I I think I everything that I need to know. It's the very beginning doesn't yeah yeah i'm the i'm the girl that when i'm watching the movie i can figure out who done it real quickly and so even then when it comes down to then shifting it into an audiobook perspective how again the narrator has chosen to do a character i'm going hmm it's a little bit more sinisterness this kind of thing in this one character right uh and then yep i was right um so i kind of find it fascinating because of the amount of prep that you have to do right in some of these things to be able to not give it away right I don't think anybody will figure out this twist. Okay. That's good. I like it when it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> she She's like, no, no, they will not. <laughs> <laughs> now she's being sinister. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Have you, um with the chapters that you have been recording, Luke, have you realized yes. what the, what you can bring into from being the, 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 having the acting background into it from a narrator perspective? Oh yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I think uh, the the prep is is very similar, and uh, I think just my love of reading has been helpful. And I listen to a lot of audiobooks as well, so I think the three of those things are are helpful. And I I enjoy doing different voices. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's something I, I really like to do. And uh, yeah, so it's nice that there's a couple of different characters that I can voice here, and I'm really enjoying it as a fan of books. It doesn't feel so much like like work, like on camera work. So. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's a good question. Thanks. He mammed me, Michelle. <laughs> what? I, I, it's, he mammed me. I'm sorry. It's, uh, Such a good boy. It's, 
<laughs> it's only yeah right it's only out of respect I it's, know, it's a I habit know. that I, I picked up from from growing up where i did and uh i know some people get offended by it and i go no my my um my my heart is 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 in respect no i see i didn't get offended i was like oh he named me you know from the good side yeah michelle where were you thinking i said girl come on (laughs) no because no i couldn't hear you you're very soft so i was like what i'm here yeah so funny (laughs) i call people i call my friends hey lady all the time but i don't know if it's okay hey lady yeah Well, I mean, I'm huge on on like nicknames and you know that I like you and you're like in with me if I bust out with something like, hey, honey, or hey, sweetie and stuff. But I always ask for consent first because I do know sometimes people don't like some of those uh, nicknames and things like that for fill in the blank reasons. And I'm respectful of that. Sure. Well, you you can call me anything you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Of course, but it's one of those things like when there's that nickname, it's just like like that means that I like you and stuff like that, and and but that yeah. also sign of respect too for me is huge. So thank you, and I did not take it offensively. I'm in the way that you said it was just like manners, right? It's like you, I'm like that's yeah, where that's I took it, it and I was like, oh, it's totally a subconscious, yeah. Thing. Just um, yeah, I I'm very very thankful and lucky the way that my my parents raised me, um, and I feel like you know, definitely being a gentleman was, was their top priority, um, to turn their son into. And I'm, I'm just like very lucky because I meet a lot of, uh, people that I think could definitely benefit from having some manners. I think yeah, people would, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. people sure. definitely re- respond mom? well to being treated. Yes. My mom came yes, to, uh, amazing. to the Chicago. Oh, this my is gosh. so fun. Uh, I heard yeah, so that your mom was there. Oh, it was awesome. Yes. Oh, so I, amazing. my mom, you know, hasn't really got a chance to, to come to a lot of different things. Um, you know, uh, be to set or whatever, whether that be just time or COVID restrictions or whatever. So she doesn't really get to come come see me work very often. But the you know she's from Milwaukee, and we were in Chicago for that that book conference. And so I was like, Mom, like why don't you come down and, and hang out with me while I'm in Chicago? I haven't seen you in a while, and oh, it was so great. And she had such a good time. And she, I'm so easygoing. It's like you know, there's her son with like his <laughs> pants pulled down. <laughs> hips and she, like she's taking pictures in front of it like she's such a nice woman i'm so fortunate that she's so supportive of whatever i do so yeah yeah i had her I know, so my friends are like your mom went there and i was like dude my mom is way cooler than you think <laughs> no, she's so cool. and then she like we, we didn't get to eat right there and then she um she grabbed this you know she's like oh you guys want yeah. sandwich and then we kind of like didn't i i, I usually re- always refuse because i don't like to put up you know i'm like this no i don't get it good but she bought it anyway. my mom brought us sandwiches she totally mommed you okay she told, uh, we got we got mommed yeah got mommed. <laughs> totally she got all kinds of sandwiches like i didn't know which one you wanted so I yeah yeah I she's really um so really great amazing lady yeah yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, you got to start bringing yeah. out if if she can come and wants to, you know, she's always welcome to come to any of the book conferences that you're going to be at. Oh, and, yeah. and even not if you're not going to be at and she still wants to come, just have her call me. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I actually to come to ch- the yes. Chicago, even if you're not there, Luke, she mm-hmm. should come. Yes. Yeah. I know I, that that would that would mean a lot to her. She she just loves uh, it, she loves being a part is, of things. Yeah, it is Mother's Day weekend, though, so you should be there. Yeah. <laughs> How fun. Yeah. Hey mom, you want to go to a book conference? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're having two um that one they're having two uh two signings like the one during the day, which is like really long, six hours, and they decided right. to do uh a um after dark, I think, 
from okay. I forgot from eight to eleven, and that's when um, Troy Duran is gonna be at night, right? Troy, it's man, a gay party, pajama party, <laughs> and then I think Sumner, I think Sumner, I think Troy is gonna, you know, ner- you know, read some some books. Um, if Luke oh, wants, if you want to come to that party with Troy, your friend, <laughs> absolutely, I love Troy. <laughs> yeah, Troy, book. you know, you you feel like. You always feel like a cool guy, and then you listen to Troy talk, and you're like, "Ah, there's no hope for me." Yes. <laughs> Guys, unbelievable, unbelievable talent. Yeah, he does. And so I know, Michelle, you're going to be at uh, Readers Take Denver in March, and Troy's going to be there yes. too. So that's going to be fun. And then, yes, and <laughs> we're looking for him again. He's yeah. so fun. He is. And and Luke, you might be there depending on your schedule. Yes. So yeah, depending on my schedule. But regardless if I'm there or not, I'm going to be sending um some goodies to michelle to give out if i'm not there with okay. some some uh some signed copies oh, and, okay. and stuff yeah cool thank you yeah it'd be yeah, nice well do like keep me posted if you're going there there's gonna be a couple of uh narrator panels that we're having fun oh yeah cool. i'm hosting one and that's gonna be a hoot lines that you will never hear in romance um i got Ooh. the idea of uh <laughs> oh that's fun yeah look out and michelle to send funny. you guys the, the skit there was one it's the bbc show and um it opens up and I was on Instagram. It's one of the guys saying, like, kind of like narrating it, saying, you know, and as she laid there, I, you know, stuck my tongue in her mouth and continues a little bit further. And then the other goes, that's not how you give CPR. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. I'm yeah. excited to, to, to see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. So definitely um, keep us posted if you go. It's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that in that convention, really Michelle, what are you looking forward to the most for for Readers Take Denver? Uh, I just, I don't know, just meeting everyone, all the readers there. Um, and I, I actually, I don't have a lot of, of my friends, friends that I go and that I know people that I, my friends from the internet. Right. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, um, meeting other authors. Um, there are a few girls that Lisa, I want to meet Lisa in person for sure. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm just looking forward to having a good time Mm -hmm. just hanging out with my peeps, like authors and readers. You know, because it's a very lonely job um, and, and I actually don't like to um, do a lot of social things, even when I can. I like to be uh, in my cave, to be honest. Um, so it's a good opportunity for me to get my, you know, my social, I don't know, social life bucket filled for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun. I'm really looking forward to that. And Denver is fun. Denver is a lot of fun. I've been there a couple times yeah also a great city mm-hmm. it is a great city um been to it before and there's also going to be so much fun stuff happening at the event there's a couple of parties and oh some casino night that i'm hopefully someone will mm-hmm. take mercy and teach me something as far as the you know how to play <laughs> poker or whatever because i <laughs> it's a dream i want to learn but i just don't have the time now i'm like i just need someone to just sit there and say viv this I, is how you do it i'm I, like all right cool oh, <laughs> so I'm just like never looking because I'm just like, having a version. Yeah, no. The one time I went to Vegas, I just did the machines for the coins, and I had a limit, and that was it. And I'm done. We're good. <laughs> so, so addicted, man. Yeah, so, I work hard for my work, money. I'm not giving it away. <laughs> I went to um, what was it? Love in Vegas. Yeah, was it Love in yeah, Vegas? I was there. Okay. Yeah, that was that was uh yeah over Halloween um and that was wild i'll tell you that much that's some some a lot of very eager readers at that convention 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know they have other places to, I think, to love in Seattle. That's another one that's happening, that's coming up. But great places. I mean, so many different ways. I know a lot of people, the readers yeah. use the conventions as not only to get together with the author and other friends, but also to kind of travel. So it becomes one of those. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so as you like, again, I have, I have a picture of you in the bathroom loving Vegas. Somebody send me that picture. <laughs> oh, of me in the bathroom? Oh, boy. Yeah. You met That's... somebody's husband in the bathroom. He took your picture. Oh, you were smiling at the camera. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. so it was. It oh, was you were I was consen- Okay, got it. Thank you. Because yeah. you know, you got to lead with that, Michelle. You got to lead. <laughs> no. <with that. laughs> what? No, it's, That's what it's, I do. Build up the. You know. I. I. You know what's funny is, is the other day I was at a concert mm-hmm. and um this this guy. I mean, I think he was he was kind of intoxicated, but he followed me to the bathroom. He's like, "Hey, like my girlfriend saw your movie. Like, could we get a picture?" And I'm like i'm peeing at this moment like at the urinal right and he puts his arm around me to take a selfie and i'm like hey man like why don't we just wait like maybe 10 more seconds like i didn't drink that much so like 10 seconds and then uh um we'll take a photograph but yeah i think i think guys in in bathrooms they're they're definitely not very private it's all, it's all good <laughs> doesn't really phase me okay what's well, yeah. i wouldn't be what you guys do no i need to close the door eh. no nope. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> Got it, kind of a nice little just hang out in there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's yeah. I think depending on where the locations are, at least the ladies' rooms tends to be a little bit nicer when it comes down to being able to hang out. But then I've been to some clubs where they have like themed, like goths themed. Like we have one here in Orlando, and my God, the bathroom is just fantastic. The the sinks have like skulls like coming out, so it's almost like the skull head, and that's the where the water oh, flows. Cool. Yeah, it's very creative and gothic. I'm like, yes, I love that stuff. Not for the house. Yeah. I kind of wish for the house, but then. <laughs> yeah you know it was funny though because the line for the the women's bathroom at uh, always love in vegas was was crazy and then i walked in the guy's bathroom and there's no one there and i'm like yeah we're definitely at a roman romance book con well, it's you know like that I mean? anywhere though like, honestly yeah. i go to the guy's bathroom yeah i did that i did that another conference like the line was here we're just like i'm going to the guys the dude's bathroom oh yeah i should have been should have been standing outside selling tickets yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you want to add another list of things you can do from a career perspective, though, oh right? Absolutely. I mean, seriously, no. Skip the line, yeah. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a firm believer of maybe not having, um, you know, as far as a, a the dominant, as far as like girls' bathroom and a boys' bathroom. I rather can we just have a nice sized bathroom oh, with stalls, and I'm like, as long as there's the doors for the stalls, I don't care what you're doing. You know, absolutely, um, absolutely. Because of that, I'm like, yeah. There's been a couple of times. Definitely, the the future is going mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. I mean, again, like you said, there are lines and that's not just in in conventions. I'm talking about clubs, restaurants, everything. It's always the ladies lines that I forget. I'm like, ah, fuck this shit. And I've gone to guys. (laughs) Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Insane. Insane. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, but hey, it's okay. You know, you do what you got to do. But then if you're outside, I mean, like if you're in a concert outside, like a festival or something, and then you have a bunch of girlfriends, you don't need to go to the bathroom. You just made the the circle. (laughs) Yeah, right. You just made the no, circle. Seriously, no, I know, I know, I know. No, I, I heard of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've heard it. Yep. It's, yeah, that's for Necessity. sure. <laughs> like I said, you got to do what you got to do. Um, right. So I've got all those, all that beer. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love doing with my guests is playing the game of two truths and a lie. Um, so this is going to be fun with you guys, where you guys tell me three things about yourselves and we had to figure out which one's a lie. And I always say we because the listeners are playing along. But today I have someone to play with and that's going to be awesome. Yahoo. You. <laughs> oh, like we have to say the, the three yes, things. So you, you yes. Out. You got the homework, didn't you, Luke? 
I, of course. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, good. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. No problem. Okay. okay, good. So the way that it works, like, let's say we'll have Michelle go first. She'll tell us her three things, and then you and I will have to figure out which one is the lie. And then Michelle and cool. I get to tag team, and then you'll tell us your three things, and then we have to figure it out. Awesome. Right. Okay. Exciting. Yeah. All right, Michelle, try to fool us. <laughs> All right. My first thing. <laughs> I was on the front page of a Swedish newspaper. Mm-hmm. My second thing, I have four passports. And my third thing, I've had many encounters with bears. With what? Bears? Bears. 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 Like, uh, the real, real bear. Like nice grizzly okay. ones. Okay. Black ones. Many encounters with bears. bears. Four passports okay. or a front cover of a Swedish magazine. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe. I'm definitely believing the Swedish magazine thing. Mm-hmm. That to me is is a truth. Okay. What do you think, Phoebe? I think so too. I think that might be a truth. I think we can rule that out as okay. a truth. Passport is Makes possible sense. too from the, you know. But uh, here's the passport thing. Oh, okay. Four? So. Could it, maybe she has three, maybe she has five. Yes. That's the thing. That's Four is a specific <laughs> number. That's that's throwing me off. Yes. Um, and that's what they do, Luke. That's how they do it. They, <laughs> details. Yeah. You know? It's, it's the details. It's the details. I mean, if she could have been in the paper and instead of a Swedish, it could have been another. It could have been Norway. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. Okay, I know. Now we got to revisit that. Yeah, I know. And the bear oh, thing, I mean. The bear, I don't know. Yeah. I think I believe it. I've encountered a lot of bears. I've been to the zoo. Whatever. <laughs> exactly, right? Not the zoo. I'm not in the zoo. Come on. <laughs> Okay. Oh, she's defending it. That yeah. sounds like a truth then. Yeah. All right. So which one do you think is the lie? I'm going for the passports, but it could be the magazine. Okay. But I'm going passport. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go which with the baby? Huh? Which, what do you think of you going? You go both going to the passport? Uh yeah, with your like with everything I've been learning from you guys, the bear might be possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I would normally say the bear is not uh that that would be the lie. Um I think I'm going to stick with that one. I think the bear is a lie. All right. The passport is a lie. Ah, oh, look, you're good. I only have three yep. passports. I don't have four. <laughs> yep. Cue the applause. Thank track. you. Thank yes. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yep. 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 Now I am curious. Bears? <laughs> I lived in Taos, in Taos, New Mexico, up in the mountains. Ah. It's bears everywhere. Bears everywhere. I swear to God, there was one time I was working and then I see like at night and I see this just the the face, like you know, like sticking, you know, his nose up the window. And I thought it was a dog at first because it was really dark. Yes. It's like I'm staring, like, what's the dog doing? I was like, oh my god, that's too big for him. Oh my god, it's a bear. <laughs> it's a what bear. And then bears were always coming to town. Always see them. I mean. It's very common. Okay. Other animals do, but bears. Okay. Bear. <laughs> that, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, it happens well, here in like Florida this. too. We have hogs, bears. I haven't seen a bear here. We did see um uh, gators on yep. the way to lots of gators. Yeah. But bears. We're going, we went somewhere. We went we went through the yeah, the yeah. I forgot now where we yeah. were going, but yeah, lots of <laughs> All then right. we saw one roadkill on the way back. I don't know how he got there, poor thing. Yeah, it's definitely um pretty eclectic here as far as what the animals are um that you can see mm-hmm. out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. gators, yep. all that fun stuff. But Luke, you were right. You were right. The passport. Yep. It was the lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, what can I say? I've got that Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, oh, because it's because I said the number, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it felt it felt too specific. Okay. To too specific. Well, uh, I, I actually uh, that was gonna be my truth. I was gonna say three. Mm-hmm. But then I like figure. Eh, I thought you were gonna go with the the Swedish newspaper. That's no, so that felt right. That, that <laughs> the way that you the way that you said it had such yes. conviction. Oh my gosh, I should have done a better job. <laughs> <laughs> well, now Michelle, we have to listen to Luke tell us his three yeah. things, and he he's okay. an actor, so he's probably gonna. Yeah, let me let me think. You know, I I do I try to do because I get this question a lot, so I'm trying to think of one that I haven't done. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I I'll do this. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. I met Johnny Depp and made a fool of myself. I met Margot Robbie. And made a fool of myself. I met Robert Pattinson and made a fool of myself. Oh my Fuck. <laughs> oh, it was Johnny Depp, Mar- Margot, or Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Hmm. And for sure, it, it, the whole uh, with it being he made a fool out of himself. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Do we need you getting for me? How do you make a fool of yourself? Or that, that's too much. Is like a... no. That that, no, that I mean, comes I, after. I, yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll unpack no, all like this. for each one for each one of the truths or the lies. Um, yeah, well, yeah. So that's the other thing too. It's like which one's the lie? That's it. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, Michelle, what do you think? Seriously, mm. <laughs> no idea. I was gonna say our pads. Okay, but, that's mm-hmm. the lie to you. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. You could be. You could have met them. Robbie. Yeah. Maybe I think Margot's a lie. Margot's okay. a lie. Are you guys locking in your answers? I am. I think I'm going for the hard pets with it. Okay. Okay. One of you is correct, and that person is Michelle. Really? <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah, I did not. Uh, I I did not meet Robert Pattinson, but. I almost did. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, and I was finishing ADR up in Burbank and ADR is, you know, after you shoot a film, you, you watch it. And then there's a line that there's background noise. And so usually when you do scenes outside or in a car, you go back and you watch your mouth move and then you say it again. So it's a clean audio. So I was doing that. And um, one of my co-stars invited me to Whole Foods afterwards to get sushi. And everyone knows I love Robert Pattinson. And I'm getting text messages while I'm driving, but I don't look at them because I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And I get home and I open it up and it was like, dude, Robert Pattinson is here. Robert Pattinson is here. He's at oh, Whole Foods. No. He's at the sushi aisle. Come, come quick. So <laughs> yeah, that was that was a bummer. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have stories with the Margot Robbie and Johnny Depp where I did make a fool of myself both times. The first was Margot Robbie. Um, I This is so embarrassing, but I was, I think, 18 and I had... Um, been modeling for Calvin Klein for a bit and it was my first ever real commercial with them right so you my first like non-print thing and it was for their fragrance campaign and um what I didn't know is that when people are really famous they put a different name on the call sheet right so it was like Veronica Snow okay was was modeling with me that day so I get to this place early in the morning and I'm sitting in the hair and makeup (laughs) table and next to me is this woman and i'm looking at her and i'm like wow and i say to her i'm like you look so much like margot robbie okay <laughs> and she like laughs because she's a nice person and like the makeup artist like kind of gives me a look and i was like oh, okay well it wasn't offensive like you know margot robbie's a beautiful woman so then i'm like sitting there and we're, we're kind of like talking i'm like no but seriously you could make a ton of money if you like just impersonated margot robbie and she like kind of like gives me a look, but still smiles. And the makeup artist like shaking her head. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's a compliment. So then we start 
shooting and the director goes, okay, Margo, come over here. <laughs> and I like, then, you know, like the, the blonde brain of mine starts like working and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> what have I done? Uh, but luckily she was super nice and everything mm-hmm. well, but um, definite, definite secondhand embarrassment, even telling that story again. Mm. Um, and oh, the Johnny boy. Depp one was getting into an elevator and uh, I hear this like, hold the door. And again, all like all, everything crazy in my life has happened in elevators. elevators. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so then in comes Johnny Depp. And I'm like, you know, like, holy crap. And um, uh, he's like, says the penthouse floor, right? So I, I click it for him. And we're riding. And I was like, hey, man, like, I just, I saw you at Summerfest because in a band. I'm like, and I really like that. And I thought that was a cool thing to say to Johnny Depp. Like, I like your band because I feel like everyone likes him in general. Um, so I'm like, I like your band. He's like, cool, man. Like, I like your rings. And I was like, oh my God, you know? And so then he, um, he gets off on his floor and I got stuck between saying, take care and good luck. And I just said, take luck. And then the door closed and I was like, no, Luke, you idiot. (laughs) That wasn't that bad. That terrible. It was bad. It was like, oh, take luck. I mean, oh, I mean, ah, goodbye. I, I suppose to you, yeah. Because yeah. I, I thought I thought I had it, you know. I thought it was cool the whole time. I was playing it cool. I was looking at my feet, you know. I was like, yeah, just <laughs> bros hanging out in the elevator, you know. And then I just blew it. Oh, so it could have been know. worse. You could have farted in an elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. great. Now that's gonna be in my head. Now that's my biggest fear. No, it's just like I. But the the thing is, like, no matter if somebody's famous or not famous, if I'm in a liver, somebody comes in, I cannot keep my. Sh- I I just laugh at laughing because it's so uncomfortable. Oh yeah, because you're gonna like, you know, <laughs> when you say to me, sometimes I just start laughing. People think I'm crazy. Yeah, uh, that was that was a wild one. Mm. But uh, yeah, Michelle, you were right. Michelle, uh, good. You, you definitely get the you get yeah, the crown back. Yeah, because I figure I don't know why. Maybe like. Hey, maybe you told me the 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 um that the story one of the stories before, but that yeah. for some reason I didn't think why would you have met the Ar- you know Robert Petson? I don't think you did. Yeah, yeah have, have not been lucky. Enough, yeah. Oh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I'm probably uh, the Harry Potter film is not because you, it's not why you like him. I mean, poor guy. Right. No, I I just like him. Um, I think growing up, you know, I was always kind of like a more of a quiet person. And I think uh, when I thought of actors, I thought of like a Zac Efron, right? Like just big personality and bold and yeah. smiley. Um, but then when I saw Robert Pattinson, um, he was quite quiet and reserved and just very like, um, uh, yeah. Um, more like you. Quiet right? soul. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, oh, well, I, you know. If you don't have to be on like that. Definitely do I, this. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I really like him when, well, I forgot the name of the movie where he... Is that the one that he played, Dali? Or there's been a bunch of movies, Michelle. Yeah, he's, he's been a it lot. It was a Spanish movie. It was a Spanish movie. Spanish. Movie. Spanish. Hmm. Yes. I'm Spanish not sure. I really movie. like him. Spanish in... production. Okay. And yes, the, he was so good in that one. He's a very, very talented actor. You can tell he takes it seriously. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. like nobody, everybody gives me. You know, a lot of people give me, you know, a lot of because of Twilight I, movies, but whatever. He's a good you know, actor. I have like a very vanilla palette of books that I read, but I, I really liked. Um, Water for Elephants as a book, and I like. Oh, I love, I love that. I yeah. do like that book. Yeah, it was be- beautiful dialogue. I thought so. I really liked him bringing that to life, and obviously, you know, Reese yeah. was. I forgot he was in that movie. Totally forgot. Yeah, he did a great job. 
Yeah. yeah they, they did a good job of keeping it fairly um, consistent with the dialogue in the book, which obviously is a total win for fans. Yeah. That's always that good I when they keep it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love seeing that. You're like, I remember that line. Yes. You know? I'm also the friend that's like, that wasn't in the book. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm that guy, too. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. See, the last thing I saw of him. Oh, he was Batman. That was the last movie I saw that he did. Yeah, he did a good job he there did, too. Yeah, I, I was impressed. I was actually surprisingly yeah. impressed. You know, yeah, but everyone really like Batman. Beat him up. Mm-hmm. Yes, Batman. Yeah, he was Batman. One. No, it, it was good, and it was it was like a very artistic film for yes. a superhero movie, which I think turns some people off to it. But I think if you separate it from the the franchise Batman, yeah, I don't really like superheroes to begin with, so that's why I like that movie because it didn't feel like a superhero movie. It felt more like a, you know, I don't know. An art piece, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, mm, nothing else I to watch, but like I was surprised. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get around to it. It looked very depressing. I, I wasn't. It was dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, like that. You gotta long. be in the mood in the mood for certain movies. It's not a date night movie for sure. No. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did did Kirby turn around and say, "Really, Luke? Seriously?" <laughs> yeah, no, she, no, it's fine. She's just she's just scrolling on TikTok the whole okay. time, you know. So win win for both of us. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you what do you consider a date night movie? Well, okay, so Kirby Kirby would give a different answer than I do. I'm the I'm the sappy, emotional, romantic guy. So like I would have said, "Water for Elephants," you know, or like mm-hmm. another great Robert Pattinson movie is "Remember Me." That's a great great film. I love that one too. Yeah, that's great. A great great twist too. Um, yeah. But so that would be my idea of a date night movie. Something where it's like, oh my god, how cute. Her definition would be like a horror gore movie or like Austin Powers. <laughs> so, um, what you know. Austin Powers? Yeah, yeah, she loves Austin. Oh my Powers. god, that yeah. is show. Yeah, that would be me. I love so that. Kirby. I love yeah. that <laughs> totally. So, uh, I feel like the date night movies, um, are, are definitely the Kirby choice in our house. And I'm, I'm usually the one who's like, once she falls asleep, I'm like, now I can bust out the rom com. <laughs> um, yeah, that's but that's how I've always been, even when I was growing up. Um, everyone in my hometown had like buzz cuts and played football. So all the chicks liked the best football players. And I'm like, not that guy. I'm not competitive and whatever. I had, like long hair and I was listening to rock and roll music. So I realized like, how am I going to get girls to like me? So uh, my mom would read um, Nicholas Sparks books and I would just start like stealing them and reading them and be like, oh. Oh, you just yeah, have right? to be really nice and kind. Like, yeah. Okay, great. So um, it's like, well, I can do that. I don't have to play football. So I remember when the Kindle came out, I got a Kindle and Ooh. I had all my, like, my Nicholas Sparks books on there. And then my friends be like, what are you reading? And I would like click out of it and go to like the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition and be like, oh, you know, just, just guy stuff, you know, football uh, chicks. Yeah. And like they, they turn around, I'm like back to, to Nicholas <laughs> Sparks. <laughs> Look, I cannot go for a Nicholas Spark book. I try. I did read one. Yeah, I mean, the more I've read, um, I definitely have a slightly Same. different taste. Yeah. But I, I really, for me, it's it's a nostalgia thing, and mm-hmm. I, I really, mm-hmm. I, I like the dialogue. I like that you know what's going to come. It's all very formulaic for him, which I think is. And I will say, the notebook is pop song. the notebook is probably his best book, as far as written. Well, the movie, I just saw the movie. I yeah, didn't read the book. Right. And so because that's kind of how I started. Um, someone had recommended him uh, to me from that, you know, genre. And I'm like, OK. And I had heard, like you said, very from like, um, but I read a couple. But the emotion and the relationships in that book is what really got to me. Um, yeah. And then again, I watched the movie. I'm like with my best friend at the time, like that didn't happen in the book. <laughs> 
Oh, right. so I'm glad that I didn't read the book. It was but... a good movie. It was a good movie, but it's just one of those things great. that happens. Yeah, it's good. But My yeah. husband started crying before I did ah, watch that movie. It happens. <laughs> a lot. Yep, it happens and all the fun stuff. Well, you, oh my God. But you both work with words, whether it's writing the music or writing the stories and acting and scripts and things like that. What is your favorite word separate from your favorite curse word? Because that's the second part of the question. What? What's my favorite word? Yeah, favorite word. Oh, well, I think I have one. I had to think about this. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Definitely not moist. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Um, my, mine would be serendipity. Mm. Yeah. I like that word a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like, a good word. It's yeah. very, it, all its variations. I think luck is like a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't have a favorite word. Have- I'm going to skip. All right. So you're going to skip. You're going to think about that. And then when, when we're hanging out in uh, in Denver, I'll ask you again. Oh, it's my homework for Denver. Yes, you gotcha. have homework for Denver. And I am not that person that I hate it when we would get homework and then the teacher would not check it. So I don't do that. So yes, I'm going to ask you. <laughs> so the second part of the question Gemini for a favor something you're in trouble no. like or i'm because i can't pick anything okay. why do you think i have three images of luke <laughs> decisions decisions i know all right make them just take it all take it all take it all right so maybe it's be a part of the second question where it's a lot easier your favorite curse words <laughs> um you know what? It's, it's not even a curse word, but it's my favorite insult. It's you stink. I feel like no one uses that, but it's more, it's more offensive. Like if someone, if someone said like, fuck off to me yeah. or like, you know, you bitch, I'd be like, eh. But if someone was like, you stink at this, I'd be like, oh, dude, like, come on, man. You're gonna break my heart. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the most offensive thing you can say to someone. Oh, okay. Really? I, I, no, I like the very issue. Imagine if someone read your book and you're like, yeah, it stink. stinks. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I don't consider a fuck a curse word, to be honest. I don't. I mean, also, English is my second language. So any curse word does not have the same, you know. Right. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say the equivalent in Portuguese all the time. Because yeah. just you get, I, you know, that was drilled on me growing up that you don't say that, you know, those words in conversation. Um, right. But my favorite curse word would be cut calling somebody a cunt i love it Ooh. but yeah, they, they have rough. to be they have to deserve it they're like they're not bitches they're like the worst of the worst yeah 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 i i, I mean know. i also feel like i like the british swear words like bloody hell yeah and bollocks oh, oh yeah, yeah. like those are those are great even like i know it's not a cursor but rubbish like calling someone dude that's just so rubbish i don't know i, like, I think it's just like my the part of me that mm-hmm. knows that my hogwarts it. letter got lost in the mail like i've been waiting for the last like 15 years i'm just really pissed off that it never came. <laughs> yeah I, I, I blame it on my mom oh. for like not having a lot of owls in the neighborhood like why do we have to live in wisconsin where there's not that many owls so it's yeah. like you know we have it yeah uh, <laughs> I love. I like it. wanker. Like you're such a wanker. wanker. I, love, I love. I love wanker. Yeah. Wanker. yeah, that's yeah. So I always. I love to introduce uh, British characters because I prefer the the curse words, you know. And then I sometimes I put like I try. I use bloody when the character is like an American. Like in my editor, you can't use bloody. Shall he is not bloody British. hell. Yeah. Like oh Just come on. Believe me that they were watching better. BBC or you know that's how I. I mean, well, I also live in Europe, so mm-hmm. you know, I, you know it my, works out. My English is, you know, was more exposed to British English than than American English uh, growing up. So yeah. it's just like you got that. All my friends were from the UK. Um, 
Oh my gosh, sheep shagger. They used to say that all the time. Shit shagger. <laughs> such a sheep shag. Yeah, they're they're very creative. It. It's the same thing like when you know, in other languages. But um, yeah, I I will say that. And so, if you ever hear me bust out with "Gosh, you're such a fucking cunt," that's like the worst of the worst. That's the worst. Worst yeah, of the just, worst. Um, yeah. But you'll hear me bust out with like such a wanker, or bloody hell, you know, stuff like that. Just from yeah. different perspectives. Oh, but, yeah. awesome. Really, like, I love it. I used to like her more. I actually really like that word. Yeah, it, it's creative. Uh, you know, you can have fun, fun with it, and and also being bilingual, you have all the Spanish one. In my case, I'm sure for you, Michelle, you have the the Portuguese. Um, oh yeah, different kinds and stuff right. like that. So all fun. Oh, like it, mm-hmm. if I'm cursing Portuguese, oh. it means I'm pissed. Yeah, so that's it. That I'm cursing Portuguese. Yeah, my husband's caught in some. <laughs> Yeah, if, yeah, if the Argentinian um, accent comes out of me when I'm talking in Spanish, then you know I'm pissed. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's certain words. Like, what's your favorite curse word in Spanish? Oh, in Spanish? Oh, see, that's the thing. Yeah. In, in the, from a Spanish perspective, um, a lot of times people will put together run-on sentences of curse words. But I always kind of like hijo de puta, you know, and stuff like that, or coño, yeah. being from you know Cuban Coño's. background, Cuban <laughs> yeah. background. Yeah, you know, it's like. And yeah. and also in my household, my dad was from Cuba and my mom was from Chile. So the words in Spanish, even though they're the same word, they mean completely different yeah. things where like a straw is a straw in one country, but it's also the vagina or a dick in another one. Yeah. So you can imagine me getting in trouble many times for using specific words that are, should have been normal. <laughs> they're like, don't say that. I'm like, okay, who am I talking to? Okay, great. That's kind of like where it is. Uh, yeah. I love that, mm-hmm. you know, I remember a lot, like mm-hmm. Hilipolis. I like this word mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. Well, guys, before we go, can you tell us what you're working on now and what's coming up next for you both? Um, I, what am I working on? I am working on a story for the Wild and Windy uh, book signing anthology, uh, I forgot, Sexy Bedtimes. Supposed to be a short story pretty much the sex scene that's the sample um so i'm about to finish that after this call this podcast and um then i'm gonna jump right back i need to write actually a long epilogue for break you hard because i think he needs it okay right yep that's exciting yeah yeah what about you lou oh uh for me let's see um as, as far as the acting fronts, I have a, a film coming out this year, um, also based on a book series called The Uglies. It'll be on Netflix. Um, I, for my band, we've got our new single coming out on the 10th. Um, and uh, that will start to roll out for a new album. Our last album was Happy Never After. That came out uh, at the end of, of last year, which is kind of cool. It was a concept album loosely based off of like fairy tales gone wrong so some readers might enjoy that um for modeling i have a a new campaign coming out with ralph lauren a cologne campaign so that's that's fun and uh most importantly i will be narrating break you hard by michelle that's awesome yay Yay. (laughs) i have a question um you guys are doing well i was doing they're just doing some started doing concerts right but it's just just california for now yeah yeah you know what uh the additional dates will will be announced pretty soon, so I can't spoil that. But we'll definitely be be coming out, uh, playing some shows. Nice. Are you coming? Well, can you? Well, can, are you coming close to me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
Yep. The reason I ask. Ooh. <laughs> now, oh no. <laughs> I've been like I well I like your uh, music, but then I've been listening to it. Okay. The whole week going taking Lily to school because she's obsessed right. now, and she's asking, "Where are they coming? Where are they coming here? I want to yeah. go to the concert." Well, definitely. She's your biggest fan now. <laughs> that's that's perfect. No, I think she'll be excited. Actually, I will say. The last concert that we played in Los Angeles, um, a bunch of people came with the books that I was on the cover of nice. to sign. And I thought that was a really, that was totally new for me. So you guys, this community has been really welcoming. And, and awesome. <laughs> I was like, whoa, really? Oh, that's cool. Great. Yeah, because as fans, we do love supporting whatever oh, it is the person does. And so if they are doing other projects or doing other things, we will also like, oh, okay, if we didn't know that they did this, and let's look into that and kind of go from there. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. very, very fortunate. So yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out me. on your on your websites and your social medias yes, to find out definitely. what we're potentially coming into as far as dates for your for the for the band that sounds exciting yeah i want, yeah, I want, I want you know, backstage passes michelle of course, <laughs> of course yeah no questions asked there absolutely <laughs> yes well thank you both so much for taking time yeah, to hang out you. with me it's been such a pleasure getting to know you guys better it was a pleasure pleasure for me as well so much fun thank you yeah it was a blast yeah well yeah. hopefully i know michelle i'll see you in denver hopefully i'll see you luke as well yep. fingers and toes crossed yep. for sure if not i'm sure our paths will meet again um and 100%. and everyone i'm going to include all of their information as far as social links and stuff like that in the main landing page over at viviana enchanters of books so you guys can go find them and just go click here instead of searching for things and everyone, until next time, happy listenings. Thank you to all of our audiobook-loving podcast Patreon. Special thanks to Nixley Zenner, Carol Liebner, Brittany Robinette Leiter, Don Darch, Michelle Bastard, Brandy Schmidt, April Branson. The audiobook-loving podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive benefits including early access to episodes, shoutouts, special exclusive content, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobookloving. We thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening. <laughs>